thoughts on the top dish? Oh, is it recording? <laughs> it started right before that. <laughs> oh, that's going to be funny. Welcome to The Thought Dish. I'm Kayla. And I'm Elizabeth. And what is on your plate today, Elizabeth? Too much gay shit. Too much gay shit. Good! Um, this is our other episode in the, the world of gay, as it is Pride Month still. Numero dos. Numero dos. Dos. dos? You're, gonna, you're like, numero poop. <laughs> you're like, this is number poop. And you know what? Fair. Because it's kind of a shitty topic right now, because I, I kind of wanted to touch touch on the... We we talk internally about a lot about like privileges that we end up having. Um, I know in the last episode we did definitely talk about straight passing privilege. Um, we have a pride event that's coming in August that ended up moving across the border, across the river to Moorhead. Um, and it's not probably just because of the laws that are happening in North Dakota. It probably didn't, you know, sway them to like, oh, this is a this is a good idea to stay in Fargo with those. But it was it was more than likely for they needed more space. They needed a better, you know, just venue in general. And, and they did just yep. because I've talked to people that are in that that realm of things. And it has been a few years coming of yep. like, oh, my God, there's more people that want to participate mm-hmm. in Pride. Yep. And how do we expand on that and which venues are going to work with us to yep. make that happen? And there's a lot of times that we like we do put Fargo and Moorhead together. It, we don't think of it as the state sides until laws start rolling in that are very distinctly different. Yes. Um, but usually it's Fargo Moorhead. Like you are just Fargo Moorhead. Yep. Um, but there has been a lot of discourse about the move being because, you know, North Dakota is not a friendly place for anybody who is not a straight white man. And, and then they're making it clearer and clearer that that yeah. is a mindset in Bismarck. Um, oh, the yeah. more that you Bismarck's our state capital and as beautiful as it is compared to Fargo, like, you know, um, like mountains, hills, mountains, mountains. You mean like the, <laughs> the, the closest thing we'll ever get to mountains in this state. You, you know, um, <laughs> it's, they don't even have the badlands. Don't even pretend. Um, it's got beautiful terrain compared to Fargo being flat, nothing here, whatever. But the political climate is definitely much, much different than it is in Fargo. Yep. But I, I've seen so much of that discourse and there, there's been a, a conversation that feels very steeped in privilege. And I hate ever saying that anybody in our, you know, I, I'm using queer as a as a blanket statement, being yeah. like the queer community having any privilege because we're all in one way or another being oppressed by something. Um, we are technically a, a quote unquote minority based on all of that. But there are still privileges like you and I both have privileges that others do not. And then yeah. there are some that they talk about things in a way that I don't even think they're realizing the privilege of it. Um, one person and I love them dearly in a chat They're they're saying that, well, if your friend owns a business in Fargo, they need to move their business to, to Moorhead. And I said, logistically, that would mean she would no longer have a business because paying that movement, paying all of that, getting the marketing so people know you moved, spinning up sales tax in a different state. Like, there's so many things. There's so many like, things. And, and even me, if I were, I mean, I was 
um, licensed in Minnesota to do cosmetology, mm-hmm. but that license has since lapsed. So it's not even a fact of like picking up my shit and moving it to another building. Mm-hmm. It's all like you're saying, like licensing as far as sales tax and right. whatever, but it's also, I would literally have to take a test to get licensed in another state right. to do my job, yep. like my profession legally. Yep. yep. Um, so there are a lot of different careers that you cannot just do that. It's yep. you can't. And some people just don't have the money for that. Right. I <laughs> right. can't move. Like we are, our lease technically went up an hour, month, a month. And the concept, I remember moving the first time, and we dropped like a thousand dollars just to move like up the street by like 20 blocks. Yeah. Like there is a lot of money being dropped when you have to move and being able to pick up all that and be like, let's move. is a privileged thing. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I 100% say like if you are trans and you can leave this side of this side of the border and go to the other side, I will support you as any way I can. But I also am a firm believer that says that border is not going to stop the people that do want to give you harm. Yep. Um, Like literally a law or a river that right. divides two states. Political climates is not going to affect anyone's need to enact on violence if right. that's what they choose mm-hmm. to do. Which is a scary thing. Yep. But also I feel like, like you said, that move that it's the the biggest move is the pride in the park and the parade mm-hmm. everything else is staying in fargo yep. like fargo brewing um that's a private that's a private venue that is private property mm-hmm. and they are keeping the block party there yep and i think it, it would be good to make it so that it is a fargo moorhead pride event yeah, and not just a absolutely. fargo event yeah like honestly even if you if you remove all the laws which i that it's not a thing you can <laughs> mentally do but emotionally being like i want both sides to be in on this 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 party i want both sides to come together and be like i'm going to help my friends over here who do have the restrictions these laws are putting in place and fight for them in any way i know how and then also give them a safe space on the other side to go and be safe because of the ones that are being attacked are the ones that can't pass as a straight privileged situation like you and I can. We're right. in a straight relationship, um, quote unquote, you know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I, I've known I've said that, like, for us that can pass as like, oh, we're just being allies, be aggressive allies. No shit. Like, well, and that's the thing, too, is like. No movement made an impact by people running away in droves. Yeah. Like the ones that feel like we can stand and fight, we should. Yep. Um, and I like even all of those conversations that's like move here, move here. Yeah, one day I would love to have a Minnesota location. Right. But I am not moving my business. Like this is I'm staying in Fargo, North Dakota. You can try all you want. Right to laugh in the face of adversity or whatever. I mean, like try to try to make me do something that's going to change what I want in my company, but I'm not leaving. Yeah. And I'm going to show up for as many things as I can in support of the LGBTQ plus community, because that's what I believe in. Yep. It's just like you give a safe space for them and things that they don't always have a safe space and not even just in this LGBTQIA community, you've also done it for people with religious reasons where you've shown up on a day that's your day off and you do somebody's hair because you want them to feel safe someplace and get the same things that somebody else who's not that religion or that, you know, background that anything can have. 
you know, and we're allowed to do that. We, we can still do that. And like I said, I'm very much like, if you need to leave the state and you can find ways to do it, I will help you any way I can. I'll buy you that pizza. I have chronic pain, so I can't care anything, but I will make sure you're fed as you're trying to make this transition. And I think that's super important too, that like we all have different things that we can give and we all have Mm -hmm. different strengths that we can, like I have I have a storefront mm-hmm. where I can bring someone in and make them feel safe. Mm-hmm. I can also feel safe in the fact of like going and talking or going to speak up for somebody who feels like they're unsafe to do that. Right. Um, and we can all do what we can with what we have. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some amazing places though in town. Like I do realize that there's a lot of fear, um, especially in the trans community, which there should be. It makes sense. There's also these beautiful programs like transport that can find you the places, right. even exactly. if it's not in this country, yep. um, to seek asylum. Yep. So, I mean, there's really, really cool things too. I think if we dwell on the negative, like it can get really, really, really heavy. Yeah. Um, but we can also just like lean on each other and be like, well, what can we do to help the people that need the help then? Yeah. And it's it's also something like I've talked with therapists that I've had. You know, having depression means you frequently think of only the negative. You know, um, having trauma is the same thing. You're always thinking of the negative. And when you are the target for things so often, it's hard to get out of that mindset. And I will never blame them for having that mindset and being mad and being even mad at me for not moving. Um, they're allowed to have that space and and feel that anger. But just to know that they aren't alone, even if they're mad at me. like I. I'm still I'm fighting for me, too, but I'm being an aggressive ally for the ones that can't blend in. And I think that's a very important thing that that our communities aren't fully grasping that, like, yes, an ally is technically an out, usually an outside source because they aren't part of the community. But our community is so broad with so many different things that join in. You have lesbians, you have gay, you have bi, you have pan. We went through all these different things that people are. We are all not the same and we are not all facing the same discrimination. So we just need to show up and be allies for each other yep. in this fight because it's like it's almost like the whole like what were, what was the the trademarked thing? Man. man man residue man residue like that is like you're you're creating hate crimes within, within your own community right. like stop like, and that's why i have a feeling i honestly have a feeling it didn't start within the community it started outside the community because the quickest way to destroy your enemy is to get them to turn on themselves it's true and we are not i'm, I'm not allowing that even when, you know, we have someone who's trans who thinks if I'm still, you know, supporting businesses in Fargo and not moving to Moorhead that I am betraying them, let them, but know that I am trying my best to support um, Fargo businesses that have a voice that is in alignment with right. human rights. Yes. <laughs> like, and that's all I'm asking. I don't know. Like, human rights. Do yep. you believe everybody is a human? <laughs> You can still be like, I'm not 100% sure about all this queer shit. Yep. Fine. But you're not going to be like, you shouldn't exist. Mm -hmm. And that is where I'm like, you know what? That is a start in North Dakota. And from there, I'd be like, okay, let's answer some questions. Let's have the conversations. It's the ones that are like, you're not human. And be like, okay, those are the ones we're going to shut down right Right. now. (laughs) Be like, how am I not a human? Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's like, I'm not sleeping with you, but I didn't want to sleep with you in the first place. Like, yeah, it's, and if I ever did before, I really don't want to now, right? <laughs> but that's the same thing with, like, you know, women's rights. I am an active proponent of that. And I know that, like, our um, women's clinic had to move across the border for, you know, you know, basically family planning because abortions are family planning. And, and now another queer business bought the building, which is my to favorite give, thing. To give, I love it so much. Yep. But <laughs> it's like, I understand they had to move, but I'm still going to be on this side voting for the people that um, align with my, my views. Um, I will continue to yell about, you know, align with my views. Um, and that I also still understand the fear of the people who can't come out yet. Yeah. The people who I work at a well, job that I could be initiating it. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, Hopefully, the way that we're standing up and doing these things will mm-hmm. create the change so that the people who are fearful now are able to have more of a voice. Right. That's I mean, that's really what it comes down yep. to for me, too. Yep. I want a kid from rural North Dakota to not want to kill themselves because they found out they were gay. Yeah. They, they realized, you know, they looked in the mirror like, oh, shit, I'm gay. And they are still growing up in rural North Dakota. They can't leave yet. Right. Um, so we're we're doing what we can on this front. And I even know that like I don't do as much as Kayla does because I still have the we talked before and in, in depth of how capitalism's a bitch and money makes the world turn. Yep. And I still And I need more of it so I can give more of it back. Right. And like I need a job <laughs> and a home and a place to be so that way I can, you know, yeah. buy people food or let them rest with me for a little bit or do whatever. And just because you're not the one fighting on the front line always doesn't mean you aren't fighting. And honestly, even if you're fighting your own personal battle of just staying alive. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And being able to to notice the people around you that are are standing with you, but maybe not exactly feeling like they're safe enough to use their voice at a level which it, it might seriously put risk to their life. Yeah. Um, but like we were just standing outside in the thunderstorm and like, I've got gay stickers on my car mm-hmm. and I'm like, that's a very easy thing to do. Right. It could be some queer kid that's scared to death about coming out to their parent, riding around mm-hmm. in the back seat and sees that. Yeah. And it's like, there's people out there. And mm-hmm. I know that like, it could be that little tiny bit of hope of like, mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to meet these people that are in my community one day. Right. Or knowing about the businesses that are supportive, you know? Knowing like your salon supportive if they want to come in and they're still going to get they're trans. They're still going to get the the quote unquote boy haircut because their mom says they have to get the boy haircut. But you know that they're not a boy is huge. So big. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. We're both like emotional about it. We're like, this is just (laughs) a lot, you know, because it it is because it's it's people we care about. It's ourselves. Yeah. Well, and even like um, I had a. Uh, a queer client find me and it was actually by accident my my lunch breaks got deleted <laughs> by a click of a button because that's what you can do in our system and I was like oh shit so for like 24 hours I had no lunch breaks and in that time somebody had found one of the lunch breaks and put a haircut in it and I'm like okay I have two options here I can either call them and say whoops that was a mistake see you in a month or I can say it's fine. I'm going to do this haircut and I'm going to have my brother-in-law take the dogs out. 
Right. That is what I chose. And you're like, um, and I'm going to eat something really quick in the break room as our hair's processing. <laughs> it, that's exactly what went down. Actually, no. Jack ran to Subway for me and got me a Subway sandwich. And it was amazing. Allies supporting allies. <laughs> exactly. Um, but this this person came in and I don't want to talk about them without. They're, they're in the community. They're definitely an advocate in the queer community and they are non-binary. And they gave me this picture and said, you know, I've tried to get this picture. I don't know. You know, there's, there's just a lot of like not knowing exactly what I want. And I'm like, well, is this what you want? Like, do you like everything about it? Yes. Okay. So we started talking about different things and they were sharing like what they've done in the community since they were very young mm-hmm. um, and even taught sex education in high school when they weren't even at that high school. Um, like, I don't know hundred percent about what's happening in life, but here we are. That was super <laughs> cool. And then to find out their age, I was like, holy shit, like all the things you've done in such a short amount of time. Um, and they're going to school right now for like film. And there's like this, all these really cool film things that they've been invited to like in LA and like all this crazy, amazing. I would have never been able to meet this human had I not had created this company And now we're talking about like having, we have this huge blank wall when you walk into our salon and we're talking about putting their art up on the wall for sale. And like, just it's, it's so amazing. The connections that you can do that you can create if you just stay true to yourself and know that you're doing something for the greater good, no matter how hard it is. Um, but yeah, it's, it's being able to take the time to sit down and listen to someone's story and and really really figure out like okay so what do you want because that matters yeah it's not a oh you want because that was the same that was i've heard the same exact story it's like a broken record now of the side eye or the this is a guy haircut right or i don't know if i cut that layer in there that's pretty manly that's pretty masculine we better Mm -hmm. leave this like it's or exactly vice versa. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. They're trying to fit you into a gender norm yeah. box. Are you sure you want to have your hair that long? And yeah. it's it's super confusing and super it's so mean at such a at such a like identifying level that people do give up and it makes sense why. Yeah. When you've been told the same thing over and over again, like when do you call it? Yeah. You're like maybe I am wrong. Everyone else says I'm wrong. Welcome to the gaslight world of a century. Like your sexuality, the way you present yourself, you're wrong. And that is 100% a gaslight. They're coming in and being like, I want you to be like this because it makes me comfortable and not you. Yeah. It's all about me, actually. It has nothing to do with you and your life. And I've had to come up to get that a few times myself, you know, especially in the world of of trans and non-binary when, you know, when you're first learning about it and having the like, well, why does this one, this person not want to transition all the way? Why do, why do they want to keep their beard when they say they're a woman? Like things that you. And what does all the way mean too? Yeah. you know, like, right. Like there's that too. Like maybe they're, this was all the way for them. Right. It is for them. But for, <laughs> for, you know, when you're coming to terms with your own prejudices. Yeah. And like, I will admit I had them because I never knew that stuff. And so it got worse before it got better and then i checked myself being like why is this important to you it shouldn't be it should be important to them yep um and that's why i have the same mentality of like i really don't pay attention much to people's sexuality or 
you know, the way they present themselves besides being like, if I think something's cool or that I want to, you know, hype them up because I'm like, I'm not sleeping with them. I, it doesn't matter to me. Like it shouldn't matter to me like that. It should matter in the way of support and not in the way of, you know, does this make me comfy or why are you doing this as a personal attack when it's not because it has not, they never knew you before like day before. (laughs) Well, and even like my husband and I talk about it too. And it's like, I think that we're always like, we've just agreed now that we're always fluid in questioning because the moment you find something that's like a quote unquote fact. Oh yeah. There's something right away that challenges it. Yep. So at least for us, like we're very open-minded and we're always like, Ooh, what does that mean? Or Ooh, what did, where did that feeling mm-hmm. come from? So it's just like a, I think if you like think of that or at least every day, I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start today with an open mind and like whatever happens, happens. Obviously I'm human. Right. We all judge things. Um, but then it's just like checking that judgment and being like, where is that coming from? Yeah, just a, like what you said, like it's a, your first thought is the one that society told you to have. And the second thought is your real one. Yep. That, that one's a big one for me. Cause the first thought is when my mother would think yep and then the second thought is who i am as a person yeah and most of the time is like why does it matter and and like i've said in the last episode i was like i don't ever want to say that it doesn't matter it matters to you and it matters to me in the way that i care about you yep but i don't give a shit if you want to wear a skirt and then the next day you know never wear a skirt again because you decided that this doesn't fit you anymore and maybe next year it changes yeah and and next time you're like actually I'm only going to wear mini skirts. I think that the, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I think like some of like the celebrities in the spotlight too, that they get bullied at a level that's just like astronomically different than, mm-hmm. than what most people do. Like Demi Lovato. Yeah. Um, she is going by she now. Yeah. Um, but for a while there, she was just like, I'm not feeling masculine or feminine. Yep. I'm feeling very non-binary right now. And they at the time were in that and then all of a sudden she was feeling more in her femininity and was like you know i'm really feeling connected to that but the ridicule that that woman went through like it's crazy and it's like why does that matter it doesn't change and then i i hate when they add the extra layer of other things that could be like she was going through some mental health shit and for a while there she believed everything was what wasn't it like built everything by aliens and she had a whole thing about aliens and then tying that directly with her sexuality, being like, this is why she's like this. Yeah. And it's like, no, she just has mental health issues because you guys all suck. Yeah. She has been assaulted. She has been insulted. She has been hurt. She had a grown man dating her at 17. Like, she has been through the ringer. Yeah, the alien thing was weird, but that has nothing to do with being... I am no longer she, I am they. Or going, I'm no longer they, I am she. That has nothing to do with that. They just sometimes get tied together so aggressively because it's so hard to separate your thoughts of your sexuality from everything else going on. Or I think it's even deeper. I think that people are like so into their own shit and judgment that they're like, well, I have to figure it out. This has to be the reason. Right. I have to solve this quote unquote problem. Why? Why do you have to solve the problem? Like that's just their life. Let them live their life. You don't need to judge it. It's like a parasol- it's, fine. it's a parasocial relationship. But then the people have parasocial relationships with random ass strangers that are not celebrities. They'll be like, oh, this person's trans on the subway. Are they going to touch my kid? Yeah. No. They don't even are they notice you. Are going to perform you- drag right here? Maybe I will, bitch. It's art. 
Like, <laughs> like, they don't even fucking know you're there. They're just trying to be on the subway. They have work just like you do. It, it's, it's, we, I, last night we were talking to, um, I think it was Tanya's little girl and giving her advice. Cause she's like, I'm so socially anxious. I'm always, I'm like, honey, don't worry about it. Everyone's in their own shit. Be you. And everyone's yeah. still in their own shit. The problem is when people start projecting their own shit onto other people because they're too afraid to actually talk to like internally being like what the fuck is happening with me right now yeah right and i think that's a lot of it's always projection the fucking asshole who starts saying you're ugly that shoes are ugly they don't like themselves right <laughs> why do you care that much like why are you looking at my well, shoes so much and, and and she's a very impressionable age too yeah. which i mean that's i can only imagine what tanya's going through at the on the day-to-day but mm-hmm. like yeah it's 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 a lot to have to process but also i feel like us being in that like core group of Tanya's yeah. and her being around us too. She's seeing like, again, one day yeah. I can have this, even if it's not right now. And I don't have these types of friends right. like one day I can. Yep. And another thing is that she's surrounded by people of different uh, sexualities and different ways they present themselves and gender identities and relationships. And she could be the straightest woman you've ever met with everything like stereotypical when she grows up. But we gave her a space to do that. Yep. And she's and she's at the impressionable age, but also the I really want to prove that I am great. And I want all the grown-ups in my life to think I'm hot shit. Yeah. And, <laughs> and she I'm got like, really tired really fast. She she got <laughs> she did. She was like giving jokes to everybody. And then she suddenly was just like, I'm out, man. And I'm like, same kid. <laughs> Little head rubs in the in the lawn chair. It's okay. Do you want to go to bed now? It's she's all like, right. She was like, she came running out. She's like, I'm past my bedtime. And I'm like, are you going to go to bed? She's like, no. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, Rebel. I was, she's like, one time I was at a sleepover. I went to bed at 11. And I'm like, girl, I haven't gone to sleep before 1.30 in so long. <laughs> but that's what, yeah, it's just providing the safe space for people to even be able to think about who they want to be or who they right. are. Um, because a lot of people don't even have that that pause or like that timeout space to like figure that out. And I would love a time in which it's not even a thought of figuring yourself out. You just it just happens because mm-hmm. you don't have the social structures that are literally blockade blockading you through yeah. all this. She'll just grow up one day and be like, yeah, this is me. This is it. Doesn't have a label because she doesn't need them. She's never seen them. She's just been her. Yep. Um, or they or he or one of the other ones that are very hard for me to remember. And I apologize <laughs> to anybody non-binary or following like Z's and Zers. I have I have a very small brain and I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think they're like, I mean, we're never going to know all the answers, but I think the coolest part is that we're always like trying to learn. Yeah. Um, because there's always going to be things to learn. And I think anybody out there who doesn't necessarily have an LGBTQIA plus person in their direct lives. Like, I think that's the biggest thing that you can do mm-hmm. is you can ask questions yep. and not be afraid to because you're probably going to fuck it up. I fuck it up all the time. Yep. Um, I grew up with a um, person who's now non-binary um, and I still fuck it up because when I was growing up with them, they were a gender. Yep. Um, and now they're not. It's so hard so sometimes. Yeah. It's a very it is hard and I catch myself and I still kind of shame myself. But at the same time, I just remember exactly what they told me, which yeah. is I'm trying. Don't, I keep trying. A lot I'm of times, correcting myself. I'm, yeah. A lot of times I hear the like, don't make a big deal out of it. Just correct it and go. And then because 
it's actually making it about you and not them. Yes, exactly. And it's so hard still because I'm like, I'm trying to fall over myself being like, no, I swear I love you. (laughs) I actually did that the other day um, with one of our guests. I said she one time and then I was like, they right away. And it feels good. It feels like almost like you're in in control and like you're empowered by just quickly like, oops, I messed up because you can do that with anybody else. Mm-hmm. So why is it such a big deal? Because we want to do it right for them. Right. And we know how hard it is on the daily to not mm-hmm. get that. So I think that's why we're so hard yeah. on ourselves. But um, we yeah, it was just desperately a- want to be the safe space. Yes. So we're like, yeah. I swear. <laughs> it's, like <when> you're, <laughs> it's like when you're trying to get like you're trying to make your, your house very nice when you're adopting like an animal or you're adopting a kid. And you're like, I swear there are child safety locks and everything. <laughs> I just forgot about that one thing. Yeah. I really, really care about them. I promise. Um, because you're like, I want to make the space perfect. Or like you're dating somebody for the first time. You're like, okay, for sake, okay, I got everything. Yeah. Get everything perfect. And you're like, you don't. You are trying and they can see that. Yeah. I will say though, um, when you ask questions, don't expect the one queer person in your life to be the one that answers them. There are resources online of yes. people who <laughs> there are. make that their job or want to. Because it's the same thing when you have another minority. Like, you have a black friend and you ask them all the shit. They're like, no, I am not your personal, <laughs> like, encyclopedia. your friend. Right. Yeah. Um, unless you're going to start paying them for these questions, which is all. Let them have that moment. Be like, <laughs> Give them the money. <laughs> be like, for 50 bucks, will you answer all these questions? I'll be like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll answer gay questions. <laughs> Our, ours is a coffee um you can just go to you go to our website you can pay us we'll answer all your questions yeah exactly <laughs> um we're gonna take a small break and be very fruity um i'm gonna see if kayla wants any of my fruit dip <laughs> i do she does she does except she's already distracted with her phone so you know she really loves me it's not a safe space anymore actually <laughs> We're back. Um, Kayla, Kayla accepted my apples, even though they're not rock gut apples that will destroy you from the sourness. It helped that the bag was really gay. It was. It's cosmic crisps. Cosmic crisps. And they were rainbow and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the fruit dip was bomb. So um, you're welcome. Yeah, I forget how good it is every single time. You're like, it's so one, good. You're like, does it have cream cheese in it? I'm like, no. And you're like, ew. And I'm like, no, babe. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> not you. <laughs> But Kayla wanted to talk about um, some resources because we did uh, mention that you shouldn't just ask your friendly neighborhood uh, gay about all the questions. You should probably ask the people who want to willingly give that time. (laughs) Right. Or like even just like that, like if they're worried about it, just be like, hey, I've got a lot of questions and I don't want to overwhelm you. Can I ask you some or should I should I do something else? Yeah. Um, But from your bisexual friends from Thought Dish, we (laughs) would suggest or at least my suggestion is the trevorproject.org. There's a lot of amazing resources there about getting help, um, getting involved, supporting them. But they have all different types of topics from gender, sexuality, um, LGBTQ, whatever you can find on there. But then also it's like meeting friends. also talking about mental health and how that is a huge part of the LGBTQIA community, unfortunately. Um, but there I mean, are resources I mean, it there. should be a big thing for every community. Right. But um, we feel like we need to have more mental health care because we think we're the outliers in life. We're the problem. Right. Um. I mean, I am a problem, but that's not because of my sexuality. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I was also talking uh, with you when we were breaking um, about the the Venn diagram of fat women and trans women and the center um, crossover of femininity. Um, because we were talking a bit about like non-binary and all stuff and trying to be perceived as non-binary or trying to be perceived as something um, there. And I've grown up with this is because I've been fat most of my from puberty on um, and all my adult life. There was a time in which I was very much acting hyper feminine because that's the only way I felt like they could see me as a woman. Um, and by they, I mean the people we really shouldn't care about the opinions of. <laughs> but oh, they. they okay. Yeah, oh, those, them. they. Um, and sometimes it was straight men, too. Because, like, if you are plus size, you have to be sexy if you're going to be plus size. Um, you have to be objectified. And that's the same thing with trans women, where they have to, on this outside, you know, level of performing at the higher level of femininity to be perceived as a woman which it shouldn't be happening um but there was a long time for me as a fat woman like i wouldn't wear men's pants i wouldn't wear men's shoes i wore makeup every day um did my hair most of the time (laughs) most of the time it was not well but i did it anyway but it was it, it was a thing and it's hard to unlearn that when you're so desperate to fit in and to prove just, you're good enough. Yeah, to just exist as what you are, and you have to prove it though. Yep. And so I know a lot of trans women fit into that category of having to perform hypersexuality and hyper feminine, and like the sexuality thing too is like with bi people, you know, always is like, oh, it's very sexual, but that's the only way you feel like you are wanted because you are bi. So then people. Right. toss you aside if you don't give well, them something. Well, and I think it's like the the problem is it's bisexual, right? So like you're emphasizing the the one part that really it's not emphasized I'm, with it, anybody else. Because right. it's like homosexual, you know, heterosexual. But as soon as you put bi, they're like, oh, bisexual. Yeah, you it's, are it's a so whore interesting. It's so weird because you're willing to sleep with both or every gender or both genders. Right. You're, suddenly like oh yeah it's so weird and i just i don't i'm tired i'm so tired i'm tired but i will still fight the good fight it's just it's just hard and i I was kind of during the break too i was kind of talking about how i feel so connected to most trans women and uh, non-binary humans um because it's like we don't fit anywhere or we don't have a thing. It's like we're in this gray area together. We're allowed to be in different spaces, but then it's not our space. Right. It's so interesting. Yeah. So it, it just feels kind of like excluded. But I see the the prejudice I, I have or not the prejudice. That's the wrong word. Oh, my God. Words. I see what I I look like somebody who is not a minority in society. Right. right. You have the so, privilege. So the privilege. I have that privilege yep. of that. So that's what makes me very, very different. But the feelings that I feel inside, I can connect with non-binary and trans women very well yep. in what those feelings are. Yep. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things that's like we're never asking to connect on everything. But there is like that, like I said, that Venn diagram, you know, of certain things is this is where it crosses over and this is where we connect and this is where we can fight together 
to make a more neutral space because we're not asking for like you know gold stickers for existing we're asking for a neutral space so it's not we're not an enemy right um even just women i'm not even talking about anybody who might be considered other i'm talking about like women Mm -hmm. also have that so it's just you know these these people who are in charge of our laws in red states um see you know trans women who should just be women um as other or non-binary as other and then they say it with such vitriol and yeah it's there's so many levels of like we are all fighting for the same thing it's just our fights look different yeah and also being tired too man i get tired all the time with all this and you get tired you're allowed to be tired and you're allowed to step back yeah um you know otherwise you won't be there not this month though no this month we're all gay (laughs) all the time we can be tired but we can be tired for a little bit and then we're getting caffeine (laughs) we're we're gonna drink a lot of caffeine and then come july we're gonna pass out yeah it's fine it's fine and then we pass out for the month of july and then we get real into it again because we got a local pride (laughs) we're doing local shit and then we pass out again and then come spooky season we have to wake back up I still young shit. <laughs> Spooky season but I, is gay. I do feel like I was looking at your birthday and our beautiful friend Aaron's birthday, mm-hmm. and I feel like your birthday party weekend together needs to be Pride in Minneapolis because I've never been, and that would be one hell of a birthday party. Oh, that sounds. I'm at, tired. In, <laughs> just thinking about I'm it. I'm like, damn, that's a lot of people. <laughs> Introverts. But that's why we would have to plan it out. I think well in advance because both yeah. we're all in our group. We can be very social, but we also need our recharge time. So I think that would be something that we would have to predetermine as far as having a quiet like hotel, Airbnb, right, whatever. So like we I, could I also we want could, a little bit of schedule to know yes. what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also enough in advance so that way we can plan costs so that way we don't put anything as a burden on each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because that's also a thing, too, is like as we were talking before about like the privilege of moving. Like, the privilege of being able to go to some of these events, the privilege to, um, you know, fly somewhere or drive somewhere, people don't have. Um, and, you know, like, the kid in rural North Dakota can't drive to even Fargo to go to that Pride event. So being able to do it is definitely a privilege thing, but also... You know, we got to make sure that we can take as many people as we can because we're planning far enough in advance to make it happen. Yeah. And like you said, all the contribute contributions like it could be maybe like an Airbnb or something. Everybody could like bring pieces of what we're eating for the week. Like and if anybody wants to go out and eat in the cities, great. But if you don't have the means to. Great. We We can plan like one night of like this is we're going to go all out and do this whole thing. And then after that, you chill. Yeah, that's and that's something that I feel like the queer community is very good at, like weirdly planning. Planners, we're really good at planning weird shit to make it as most comfortable as possible when you allow it to happen, instead of being biphobic or acephobic or even transphobic in the LGB community. Like they say, they're the LGB community. Everything else after that is like so fucking weird. I just, you know, that I just learned that that was a thing like last year. I was like, what? Yeah. yeah. Like, they're literally just turning against all trans. And it's like, it's LGBT. Right. And they get mad. And then I know that it can become alphabet soup. Like, I get it. Like, I I, I always include the IA because I literally have intersex 
and asexual people in my life. So I want them right. to be included in my alphabet soup. I am a <laughs> huge fan. I'm a huge fan of saying that we are the alphabet mafia. Uh, but the problem is our our needs and our agenda is is basically going to pride events and then eating like really good food. So it's a very weird time. Um, we don't get to have meetings very often. So when we do, they are epic or they're Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> which, also, gonna, which also can be epic. I've heard. I'm excited right. because every. OK, so I'm going to DM for this our close friends here. Um which is Kayla, her, her husband, and then her sister and her boyfriend. So, like, really, it's just, like, <laughs> the baby, baby. baby group. Um, but every D&D group I've been with has been queer as fuck. <laughs> I had, there was one person who had a character. Her, her name was Maxine, and she played an archer guy named Alden, whose wife, quote-unquote, died. And then he found a love of his life named Bonesaw, who only said bro. That's all Bonesaw would say, would bro. And then... His wife came back to life and his only response was, well, I have two hands. <laughs> I can hold both of you. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so goddamn wholesome. But we were like, God damn it. <laughs> I'm so excited to embark on this journey for the first time. With I, you. I want anybody who might be in the Alphabet Mafia to start a D&D group with your other Alphabet Mafias. I feel like it's a great time. And also a lot of people learn about their own sexuality through that. Yeah. That I've known people who um, would make only male characters and then be like, oh, I am trans because like they were in the body, a female body and goes, oh, I feel comfortable only as a male or make they make non-binary. And you can explore that. Yeah. Without any consequence, except for maybe dying because you didn't defeat a dragon very well. And that's <laughs> that has nothing to do with your sexuality and everything to do with that you're fighting a dragon. <laughs> I love it so much. Um, but I, I, I've learned because I'm in, in groups where they they have those conversations where it's it's I learned I was this because I played D&D. &D. And I think that's a great resource, which it sounds like off the wall, but it really is. Yeah. Well, it's a safe space of non-judging because it's like, quote unquote, well, it is fantasy, but then you're you're you get to play whatever you want while well, that taps into your creative brain. And then you're like. This is who I've been all along. Oh, my God. Light yep. bulb. You're playing yourself and you're like, oh, yeah. God. Holy shit. <laughs> this is me. What? Right. Um, but I even when I play GTRP, same thing. There are people who play only the other gender or they play themselves as non-binary and they explore that part of them and they don't get to do that in real life. And they can there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's great, too. Any place where play is allowed to be the part where you explore things is huge. And I know it's it's coming down like it's this is very like a goofy part of this whole part of this podcast when the first half was very deep and very whatever. But we need those things. Yeah. And you know, you're bringing up resources where people can study more stuff. You even if you are not any part of this, if you play D&D &D and you're straight as an arrow and you wanted to explore that concept of playing a different gender or playing non-binary in a world where it's accepted and just exploring that to understand it in a weird fun way that's an option too you know and just be open when people who are in the community go hey you might be still bringing some biases that make this things weird yeah um but it allows you to kind of look at how that could be how yeah. they can get to that thought process yeah well and i think it's also 
creating a safe space for those hard questions coming at us in the LGBTQ community too, because Mm -hmm. just because you're gay doesn't mean you're not an asshole. I've met a lot of them. Right. Um, and there are, there are some very hateful, I don't, they've, they've been hurt a lot. So they're throwing hurt back and I get that, but that doesn't help the situation. Mm -hmm. It makes it worse. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that that's something to keep in mind too. ask your, Ask your open gay friends that want to help you walk through those things. Well, it's the same thing we were talking about Demi Lovato being like her mental health struggles had nothing to do with her sexuality, but now became the only topic with her sexuality because that's what they could pin it on. Well, and then that terrible shooting that happened in Texas Mm -hmm. happened to be a trans woman. And then Um, they're like, oh, now it's all the worst things ever. The trans community. Right. Like 99% of shooters are white cis males. But also then you think of that too. So trans woman. Yep. Obviously was bullied and hated on. Like you ha- you have to see that. You have to know that. Especially yeah, with have- all the mental struggles that were mm-hmm. happening. Um. So just, yeah, you can look at it as a very surface thing and be like, yeah, that was a trans woman that did that. All the trans people are terrible. It's all or complicated. You can, yeah. Or you can stop and think and be like, okay, so why could have this happened? When you look at all the other statistics, like you just said, why aren't we helping? That's the problem. Why are we blaming the individual when it is a systematic problem? Mm -hmm. We know why, but why aren't we taking care of it is also another level of fighting as an ally in or within or outside of the um, community, you know? And that's even just helping. I would love to help the, the white cis straight males not feel like they need to shoot up a school too yeah you know i want them to feel in a safe space where they can communicate their problems and and not feel weak and i mean i have pilot friends that won't get mental health care because that means they can no longer be a pilot because that's how the rule is and that's messed up so now you just have pilots who do have mental health struggles flying (laughs) <laughs> because they're too afraid to ask for mental health problems, yeah, like how, support. And how is that not fucked up? It, all of it's fucked up. <laughs> it's all systematically fucked up. And unfortunately, it comes to a head when we can be separated and bullied. Like, we have a target. That's that's what the thing is. If you can find a target, then no one talks about the systematic problem. Right. Let's talk about the fucking problems. That's I think that's my goal this month, is to talk about everything gay. Um, but also just fly your fucking flags. Um, if somebody drives by your house and they see a flag, it could even be as simple as a rainbow flag. You don't have to, you know, shout to the world your exact sexuality if that makes you uncomfortable around your neighbors, Mm -hmm. but you can fucking put a rainbow flag up. It's a lot more universal. It's a lot more accepting, especially in Fargo, North Dakota. Um, you could save someone's life. You, you literally or could. if you are within the community, but you don't feel safe with it, but you feel safe saying you're an ally to the community, go for it. Yes. We're not going to shame you for that. We shouldn't shame you for that. No. If anybody does, that's some bullshit. Because maybe you feel safe saying, no, I'm straight, but I think they should be humans and they should be treated as such. Um, if one person's life is saved or if one person lets go of some of their homophobic tendencies over the month... I'm going to feel good about that. Yeah. Hopefully it's more. I I hope that. (laughs) Hopefully it's a fuck ton more. Right. Mine mine is if one person within the community feels joy within themselves and lives to tell the tale. That's that's what I want. 
mm-hmm. always. You know, if this hearing this dumbass podcast makes you go, I feel supported and I will be able to face the day, then I have done far more than I probably should Fuck in a yeah. life. I'm going to retire and never talk <laughs> to anybody ever again. But that's the truth of it. You know, seeing a flag, seeing, you know, stickers, going to a salon and seeing that they're inclusive, going to a bar and seeing that they're inclusive. As small as it might seem, it does do a lot yeah. when you feel alone. But know that you're not. You are not on an island. And if you are, we're all there with you. Probably not with a lot of survival skills. I don't know. Kayla does. Okay. Kayla's very good at surviving. I We make shit up as we go along, really. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's like the biggest thing for this month is just just remember that don't hate because there could be someone out there that hasn't even come out yet and you have no idea. Um, and you could really, really, really be hurting them in ways you have no clue. Yeah. You could be hurting your best friend or your child mm-hmm. or even yourself without even knowing because you mm-hmm. haven't faced that moment. Which I know no one in that world really listens to shit that we say. <laughs> we cater to the gays. I'm sorry. Yeah, they, Our demographic is they gay. here more than likely. But if you are... <laughs> If you are welcome, um, we have snacks. Usually a lot of snacks, and we have hot dish. A lot of hot dish. Yeah. <laughs> we like those things. Recipe book coming at you soon. Kayla wants it like tomorrow, and I'm okay, like, ma'am, we have year, to. I guess have so much. Shit. God, we need more listeners. Hey, everybody out there right now, leave a fucking review and share this shit with your friends, please. Thank you. <laughs> That's my fucking gay bisexual request for the month. Okay, get like, on it. This is a charity moment. Yeah, uh, charity. <laughs> I need more money so I can help more gays, please. And thank you. Queer it out. It this was just month. like um, there was this lady who's trying to open a, and I might have talked on the podcast or I might have talked around recording time. I'm a lady trying to do a publishing company. Um, I don't 100% know if it's going to get off the ground because there's some logistic problems that I think as a marketing person, I'm like, I don't know if it's going to work. But she said, I'm very conservative and I will only launch conservative books. And I'm like, okay, I will not create things for too conservative of books. Um, There is a middle ground to a lot of that shit. But the main reason why I was like, yeah, sure, I'll still make stuff. Is because someone's going to have to make that shit and get paid for it. Might as well be a gay who's going to donate part of it to the gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You did say this. I love that. Like, she's going to hire somebody to create this shit. Yeah. Might as well be the one that is her mortal enemy and who will then infiltrate the ranks and then spread gay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's great. I don't know if it's going to come off the ground, though. She hasn't gotten back to me. I feel like she noticed the gay. I wasn't very good at infiltrating. So instead of saying anything about it, they just vanish. <laughs> just vanish. Under Ghost. The- just boom, gone. And you're like, oh, gee. Maybe I just was too gay on the, the video chat, you know, my colored hair and <laughs> and the swish wrist. <laughs> it, look, listen, if I'm not getting like weird side eye, then I got to update something. Like something's not working. <laughs> right. I need I, more corduroy. I, I need, need to think I'm a lesbian. I need on. to stick out a little bit more than like something's going too right. So I need to go a little more wrong. Oh, yeah. I um, I have been getting so many ads for more like bib overalls now that we've had those discussions. And I'm like. <laughs> and it's always ads where women are in front of like plants. And I'm like, oh, this is like lesbian bisexual core. I've known this all my life. I've been gay forever. They're my people. <laughs> I should have known. 
Then... <laughs> oh my god, I love it so much. Oh well. We'll leave you with that. We'll let you celebrate the last few days of, of gay mm-hmm. with yourselves, with your families, with your mortal enemies. Fight them to the death. I'm not actually going to say that. No, don't fight anybody to the death. Not to their death. Mainly. Like, <laughs> you can fight with your words, not your fists. <laughs> in, in Dungeons and Dragons, you can kill somebody with your words. There you so, go. See? There you go. Play Dungeons and Dragons. D&D it up. I think Kayla's going to now be a sorceress or a bard just for that. So she can kill people with words. I don't know anything. Words. Maybe I will. Maybe you should be a bard. You can kill to people be with continued. Words. We'll let you know what she decides when, when we finally do that. I've never played it. I'm so excited. She's going to be so gay. <laughs> She's going to play the gayest character. It's going to be great. <laughs> we shall she. Imagine you come in and she's like, I want to know how the heteros feel. So you make <laughs> My name's Bruce. <laughs> I'm Bruce. I like making pot pie. I like hams. <laughs> Six pack of hams and a shooter of Jim Beam. God, imagine. He'd still end up gay. You'd try so hard and then they'd find a man to be there. <laughs> All I think of instantly is, um, what's his name? The guy that plays uh, 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 Last of Us. I'm trying to think of that couple. The gay oh, relationship. Yeah, in the, um, in, the, in the show. So cute. It was that was hetero facing, but absolutely. And then all of a sudden, you're like, mm-hmm. something else is going on. Oh my god, I cried so hard. Spoilers. I cried so hard. She's losing it now. I want to see that again. She's gonna. She's gonna watch rewatch that one episode. She's gonna rewatch that episode for Pride Month. Oh god, <laughs> so good. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for joining us this week on the Thought Dish Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our discussion on being an ally as someone in the LGBTQIA community. If you're interested in listening to our other episodes or donating to our Kofi, Coffee, Kofi, whatever you want to say, we need some of it. You can check out our website at thoughtdishpodcast.com or you can listen to our podcast wherever you find your favorite podcasts. We'll see you again in two weeks. Until then, 